Hey, does your marketing effort include asking questions? Well, I sure hope it does, because when you ask questions, you provide a better service and product to your patients and members. We thought we'd take this one step further. In our updated software, Trust Driven Care, which you can check out at trustdrivencare.com, we added in a whole survey module. Now, why did we add this in? Well, over the last five years, surveys have become wildly popular as a great way to get information from prospective clients and even current clients. You can ask surveys about how are we doing? What exercises do you like the most? You can even send a survey a year after somebody got discharged to ask them what they remember about your office. Those things can help refine and build your marketing efforts. They can also help refine and build your customer service efforts. But we thought they were so important, we added an entire module of surveys to our software. Based on the questions, automation can happen. Based on the answers they give, you can send them access to a course, or you could send that person into a different website, or you could automatically register a task for somebody to reach out to them and call them. Let's say if they weren't satisfied or their back still hurts, give them a call. But surveys are so powerful, and that's one of the new features that we added to Trust Driven Care. Check it out at trustdrivencare.com. Hey, welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. I am so glad you're here. It is our goal to help 10,000 offices build into a clinic gym. Why? It's the best version of musculoskeletal care, and it's the only version that's perfectly in line with the evidence. The word exercise comes up more than any other word in the research, so let's implement that. And this interview was built to help you understand how to do that. Let's jump in. I am your host, as always, Dr. Josh Satterley. And today, it's going to be a solo episode with yours truly. I want to share a couple of stories uh, just coming back from Parker Seminars in Dallas, Texas. Parker puts on the best programs in all of chiropractic. And some very exciting news coming up with um, some, some conversations I had about the clinic gym hybrid system and some of the education at Parker and some of the people we're going to be bringing in and whatnot. Um, and some, what would they call it? What do the kids call it today? The collabs, you know, a collab with uh, Parker and CGH, I think is, is going to be in the works. So I'm very excited about that. And just, you're starting to see the tide change. You know, I know everybody that's listening to this podcast or in our Facebook group and whatnot has always been a fan of the blend of clinical care and exercise, hence the clinic gym hybrid method. Um, but it's it's very exciting to me to see it go upstream to the university system, right? And you're starting to see some of the changes of what what the students are learning at the uh, chiropractic colleges, especially at Parker. They are absolutely, they have their foot on the gas pushing our profession forward. And then when you see the new tracks of education, so if you've never been to a Parker seminar, basically they have different tracks of education all weekend long. So there'd be like the um, adjusting track, right? And so over the three days, there'd be a bunch of people talking about adjusting and doing hands-on sessions. Then you would have the neurology track, right? So sometimes it's somebody talking about testing or how nutrition affects neurology or or what the current research says, right? And then there'd be, um, in Las Vegas, there's always the CA track, right? So the CA track is for those CAs uh, that work in an office, supporting them with education that's pertinent to what they're doing. There might also be a, trying to think of another track that would be going on, um, you know, business development track. So speakers who are talking about how to grow your business and have a more um, profitable office. Super exciting. And I think you're going to see a track of education that more in line fits with what 
clinic gym hybrid is all about what we hear at CGH and uh, what we're promoting. And it just makes sense because it's, it's what the, that method or that style of practice is where so many practices are going within chiropractic. It's also more and more what is being asked by our patients and customers long-term. You know, I was just on a, a webinar with a group called WebPT. They offer like EMR services to uh, physical therapists. They have they keep some really good data. So I was trying to uh, attend their webinar called "The State of the State of Rehab," uh, something like that, and it just goes over some information they've collected. And at the end of the call, it was funny. So these are all PTs across the country. Most of them work in large groups. You know, multiple sites. Uh, you know, 24 to 50 PTs in the company. Some are in hospital based, like very large PT outfits. And at the end of the call, the number one recommendation they had was uh, with the decreasing repayments of insurance companies, it looks like physical therapists are going to need to uh, expand their offerings. And probably the best offering that we see is cash-based fitness services attached to your PT clinic. I'm like, preach, baby. I've been I've been preaching that from the mountaintops as long as I can remember, right? And obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, like you're down with that that kind of theme, and maybe you have one, or you want want a clinic gym hybrid, or you're building it, or you're already running it, and if you are, man, you're on the cutting edge of of healthcare. It is so common. Uh, another another area where I get some reassurance, you know, is um, in the Midwest. Many hospitals, something like. Uh, 32% of hospitals have started a gym and or performance center within their uh, umbrella of system. So like I was up in Montana, the Billings Clinic, which is the biggest hospital system in the state of Montana, I believe, uh, they own a piece of uh, Granite Fitness, which is a you know chain of big box gyms. Uh, I was in Kansas City less than a year ago, and the hospital there has a uh, performance center where they you know do some testing and whatnot, testing and attached to a gym. It's just more and more common. That's the way that the world's going. So if you're not there, get there, baby. Get there as fast as you can. Do what you can to add in those services to your clinic. We can certainly help you. Uh, come to one of our live, live seminars. We'll give you the framework. And we also have the tools and software to make it easy to start. But you know, it's in the right place. And I'm seeing more... Every day, I see more and more signs of it being the right method of... of uh, healthcare, and it's just a better business model. Again, I've said this in previous podcasts, but um, Amazon started a pharmacy five years ago, right? Amazon Pharmacy, probably in the last two years, they've gotten a lot of traction, Amazon Pharmacy. And so now, and, and you think about a pharmacy, really what that is in medicine, that's a membership offering, right? Once somebody starts getting their drugs from Amazon Pharmacy or CVS or Walgreens, they're never going to stop. They're going to be customers of that Drugstore, likely for life. You got diabetes medication, you're on it for the rest of your life probably, right? You got a prescription for statins, antidepressants, uh, whatever it is. Maybe just painkillers are the only ones that are kind of short-lived. Painkillers, Z-packs, dose packs, things like that. But so many medications are long-term membership. And so that is the gym portion of the clinic gym, right? The long-term membership. How do you get more people into that membership? Amazon realized this. They're now offering... Uh, telemedicine visits, and they're like, "Yeah, we can take care of eighty percent of your healthcare needs." 
Why are they building that front end clinic? Why employ doctors and PAs and nurse practitioners? Because if you own the front end clinic, you can guarantee an increase in memberships on the back end, right? It's the same thing with the clinic gym hybrid. And then I was, I saw that in Amazon about a year ago. Every single Walgreens in my area was under construction. I was thinking, what the hell's going on here, right? They added a group called Village Medical, which is primary care providers, 1,500 square foot primary care provider office in every single Walgreens in the Las Vegas area. Why? Because now they own the front end and the back end membership. They make money with the consults and uh, services at the primary care center, much like a chiropractor who's running a clinic would do. And then as soon as that's over, they get you into the membership, right? They're, they're trying to write more and more prescriptions so that you fill them at the Walgreens. If you think about that in our business, we're trying to treat more and more patients and have them finish their care in our gym. And they'll be members forever if we do it right. right? And it's, it, it just keeps coming up again and again. And I see these similarities. And I, I'm telling you, if you have not started your clinic gym hybrid, now... <laughs> Now is the best time. It's like that, that quote, best time to plant an oak tree was 25 years ago. Second best time is today. I don't know. Maybe you're late to the game if you start one today. But I, I, I really think that that um, idea is going to cement itself in the minds of our customers and our patients even more as well. They want that expertise. And they want somebody to guide them in, in fitness Boutique fitness is rising. You know, CrossFit really stuck a a wedge into that, and or what do you say, stuck a flag in that boutique fitness. There were other small gyms before, but CrossFit really established that as a common thing. And now you see gyms like F forty five, Burn Boot Camp, uh, Orange Theory. What else have I seen? Um, there's one out here called Strive Row House. All of these small boutique gyms. And why do people go there? Because they perceive that that gym has something to offer other than just a room full of equipment. Why the hell would you go to Cycle Bar and pay their exorbitant prices to do one single modality, which is ride a bike? You could buy a Peloton for less than you can be a member there for three months, right? There's something they believe in. And I think a large portion of that is expertise. Or at least we as chiropractors come into the game with so much expertise. Why try for anything else? We can share so much information with our background in anatomy, physiology, and everything, and uh, and really impress our clients. But you know, it's we just have so much expertise. If we can share that with our trainers, as you would learn if you came to one of our live events. By the way, if you're interested, go to clinicgymhybrid.com. Look for the live event tab, and I'll show you where we're coming uh, this year next. Love to have you join us for one of these seminars. It's a hoot. It's hands-on. You're actually doing and learning. And um, and we'll show you the system of how to take these people, get them into your gym. But another portion that's so important is making sure you hire a trainer. This is not a way for you to work twice as many hours every week, right? This is a way for you to offload that work to a trainer, but still have that trainer learn from you. You educate them. They work with your clients and now you have that umbrella of expertise, bringing value, showing how much value there is in a membership at your clinic, uh, clinic gym. And it just, it's a, I've never seen a more perfect kind of marriage between what works for the patient care and what works for business, right? Usually in business and chiropractic, 
a lot of the um, gurus out there or a lot of the systems that are sold are like, oh, see this awesome you know, tool, uh, red light therapy or laser or shockwave. It works really well for 40% of people. So the business model is expanded to 80 to 100% of your clients and you'll make a bunch of money. And I think there are those out there that just feel, unco- there's certainly those that feel comfortable with that. But I think there's those out there that feel uncomfortable with that approach, knowing that essentially there are people that don't need that service. The great thing about the clinic gym hybrid setup is I can't think of anyone that doesn't need exercise. I can't think of anyone that doesn't need more exercise. And I can't think of anybody that doesn't need to be coached better in exercise. So even if somebody's working out four days a week, uh, certainly having a coach that watches their movement and helps improve it is so, so valuable. So if you're thinking about it, you're getting into that train, start up a clinic gym hybrid, do what you can. Call me if you have any questions or email me, hit me up on Facebook Messenger. I'm happy to answer some questions to get you up and going. Plus, we have the systems. I want to introduce you to something new that's called CGH6. Um, it goes from zero to an operating uh, clinic gym hybrid in six weeks. So if you want to actually get going and you are committed to this, go from zero to, to running a clinic gym hybrid in six weeks. You got to be committed. But if, you, uh, if, you have, <clears throat> if you've been in practice for at least two years, you can do this and you can get it going in just six weeks. If you're interested in that, reach out to me and we will uh, set up some time to go over how to do it. All right. So uh, let me jump into why I wanted to record this one. So what did I learn at Parker Seminars or what are my big takeaways? Well, I taught a session there and uh, in my session, um, which is about patient communication, uh, happened to engage this woman who was a great participant, used her as an example. And uh, her name was Abigail, I think, or Abby. And uh, it was fantastic. I saw her later in the seminar. She said, oh, I talked to, she was actually a CA. And she said, oh, I talked to my boss. And they said, you're actually the reason I have a job. I was like, what? Like, what? How the heck does this work? And I guess whoever her, her boss was, and if you're listening, great job uh, by of implementing information you hear. Uh, they heard a, a podcast interview that I'd done and uh, talking about hiring from within. And I want to say this, like you have it in there. If you've been in practice for at least two years, you have it in there to, to start a clinic gym hybrid in six weeks or less. You have it in your list of patients. There are enough people in there that are interested that would buy it from you. You just got to set it up the right way and we can help you do that. But what Abby showed me or Abigail was if you want to hire somebody great, and in this case, she was a CA or maybe a, and, and possibly front desk. I can't, uh, I can't remember everything. You have people who would love that job in your practice. And so what these people had done is they sent out an email to everybody saying, hey, we're hiring for the CA position. Would you be interested? And they, I think they thought specifically about her and a few other people. And then she said, yeah, absolutely. I'm interested. This would be perfect for me. I can't tell you this one was super bright, very, uh, very friendly, very engaging in conversation. She is the definition of the type of person I would want at my front desk, welcoming people into my office, right? She's going to be a smiling face. They're going to feel comfortable. Their anxiety is going to go away. They're going to get better care. And then she seems excited enough to get them interested in other programs. So it's fantastic. But I want to tell you is you have it in there. That Maybe that's the title of this, this podcast. So let's talk about three things. Number one, if you are ever looking for great employees, I have learned 
over the years I've been consulting people, no matter what type of employee you're hiring for, the first place you should go is within your database of patients. Send out an announcement, say we're hiring for a position. Would you be interested or do you know somebody? Why is that so important? Number one, they know you and they trust you. So they're not going to work for somebody. They're not going to take on the wrong job because they don't know what you're like. They know what you're like. Now, you're probably a little bit more more disorganized than they think you are, but uh, aren't we all, right? So they know you and they have that inherent trust with you. Second, they know what your office is like. They know what it looks like, how updated it is, what the layout is, how big it is. They're not expecting to go into a huge office complex with a conference room and 17 different offices and mini conference rooms. About, no, they've been in your office. They know what it's like. They They know totally what it's like. Third thing, if they respond to that ad, it's because they connect with some idea that you have shared, some idea that you believe in. Their core values probably match your core values. And instead of going on to Indeed or Monster.com or all these different application sites and putting up your, your core values in written form, why not just go with somebody who has seen them in action? You might say, oh, we believe in clear communication. They've seen what your communication style is like, right? They've experienced it themselves. And so many companies put up BS, you know, core values to make them feel good, but use your patience because they know which ones you actually push through. So finding, offering those jobs to patients first is the best thing. They know you, they know what you're like, they know what your office is like, and they don't have crazy ass expectations for something you can't deliver on, right? Second thing, if you, I would say if you're hiring a CA or front desk staff, offer it up to your patients, right? Tell them what you're interested in, send out that thing. Now, this goes back. The easiest way to start a new offering, like a gym attached to your clinic, is by hitting up your current patients. I just recently attended a, a, a marketing seminar, and this guy was talking about he ran Facebook ads for gyms, and he ran um, reactivation strategies for gyms. And he said 98% of the successful, sorry, 98% of the clients that actually signed up were from reactivations. Only 2% were from Facebook ads, aka cold traffic. So what, why is that important? Guess what the centerpiece of our CGH6, our CGH6 system is? Reactivating your database working with those people, responding to them, running all that. We can put that together with you. We have the tools to make it simple and clean and we can help you get it up and going. But if you have a new job that you want to fill, put it out to your your list of patients. Offer it to them and see who pops up. And talk to your other employees if you have them and say, who would you, you know, name five or six patients you would love to work with at the front desk. And I bet the names that come up on their list are going to be similar to the names that come up on your list right? Talk to those people and say, we're hiring for this position. Would you have any interest? You don't need to go to, you know, Indeed and all these ZipRecruiter and all these other places. Next up, let's say you're hiring a trainer. What, how, how would you find a trainer? I used to be softer about this approach and I have become a hard ass about it. If you want a great CA slash trainer, start with somebody who has no certifications in training. Not some, not possible certifications. I think more and more hire someone who has no certifications. 
the only person who has ever told me that they hired somebody with some certifications and they did well was Kurt Kippenberger. And he had a relationship with somebody who was a great trainer, but everyone else that's been successful in our program and all of the consulting clients we have, and there's over 50 of them that started and hired a, a trainer, the best ones have always been people who were not trainers to begin with. You might be thinking, well, that's crazy, Josh. How could you hire somebody to be a trainer and uh, them not have a certification? A, it works because most national certifications are complete hot garbage. They're not worth the paper they're printed on. I went through the CSCS program and there's a lot of science in there. There was nothing about how to actually work with a client. And, you know, the whole business is kind of work built around, you know, working with a client. So uh, there was nothing about that. I, I'm not faulting the scientific education, but it was not how to work with a, a client. And that is the most important thing. Second, there's no national certification that, set, that teaches uh, trainers how to deal with people in pain. They all say, oh, if you're, if you're, sorry, I keep saying patient, but in their world's clients, if your client has pain, refer them out. Well, where are they going to refer them to? They're going to refer them to a chiropractor like you or physical therapist. If, if you're listening to this and you're a physical therapist, they're going to refer to somebody like you. So why do you want to certify them in something that's saying, oh, refer? No, they're already in your office. Why? Because they have pain. They've had pain recently, hence why they're getting treated. So if instead of having that national certification like ACSM or NSCA or ACE or AFA or IFA, whoever, instead of starting there, start them in your office seeing people resolve painful conditions and then see how you work with those people into rehab and exercise. That education is so much more valuable than any certification they're ever going to get nationally. I cannot stress that enough. Start with somebody who has no certification, but is just an engaging, empathetic person. Somebody that just captures the, everybody's attention when they're in the room. That person is a much better choice than somebody who comes in that's fully FMS, uh, NKT, DNS, and MPI certified. Like, or I guess it wouldn't be MPI certified, but we don't need all those certifications. Now, over time, if they're with you for two or three years, provide those certifications kind of as a bonus, right? As they work more and more, get them certified and stuff. But I don't think you need to have anybody with any sort of certification. And in fact, I think the certifications, the pre-existing mentality, those are limitations to how great they're going to do in your office. If you feel differently about this, certainly send me a message. But I just feel so strongly about this. You want to start somebody who has no certifications and wants to become a great sea air trainer. So where do you find them? Remember, you have it in there. You already have that person in your office if you've been in practice for a couple of years. So when you're looking for a CA or a rehab tech or a trainer or a coach, whatever you want to call it in your office, start by sending that message out to your database, to your list of patients. Say, here's what we're looking for. Do you know anybody that's like that? Or would you be interested yourself? All of our over 50 consulting clients sent out that have sent out that message, get a response from like three to five people that are interested and filter them down to one or two that are great. And every time it comes from your patient base or from the, that doctor's patient base, it is always a better hire than somebody coming off Indeed. It is so rare for me to hear that somebody hired somebody cold off Indeed and it worked out great. 
It's almost always in the database. It goes back to, they know you. They know what you're like. They know what your style's like. And if that person is like, man, I've always wanted to become a trainer. This sounds like a great opportunity. Their motivation is so high to be hungry and learn and do things right. Rather than that person that comes in and, you know, there are people listening to this that hire, you know, student that comes in and wants to make sure that you know how wrong you've been doing everything. Or it's a trainer that comes in and wants to comment on how wrong you're doing everything. Or they come in, oh, you you need this equipment. You need X, Y, Z. It's like, we don't need any of that. We need experts. We don't need specific equipment unless there's a damn good reason you can show for it. But so many trainers come in and, you know, want, oh, buy this and buy that and buy this because they fundamentally don't understand how to train people, especially not people in pain. So anyways, it's in there. It's in your practice now. Look for it, highlight it, ask people for it, and you'll be amazed at what comes up. Now, (laughs) when you ask a couple tips. If people don't respond, it's not because they're not interested or they hate you. It's that people get busy. So ask two or three times or put out a different message two or three times. Getting somebody to respond, especially if you're emailing. Remember, if you email people, only one out of every five messages is even opened, let alone replied to. So obviously, two-way text messaging is way better. If you need a system for two-way text messaging, reach out to us. We have it. Um, but reach out via text and reach out a couple times, okay? Say, we're looking for some folks. It'd be even better if somebody says, hey, I'm interested. It'd be great if you have a form available. Could be a Google form or in our system, we have forms available that tie into their record, right? And they fill out that little application form and it just starts the process of coming in, you know, filling out some information, maybe doing a personality profile, then coming in for an interview, right? Discussing pay and all those things. But it's not that hard. But make sure you're following up a few times. Sending out one message one time, the best at that seminar I mentioned, you know, one guy said, when you're, when you're sending out messages, it's often like getting your kids to say please and thank you. When you feel like you've said it until your eyes turn blue, or I guess you're blue in the face because some of you listening have blue eyes. Excuse me. If you say it until you're blue in the face, your kids are just starting to say please and thank you. Once out of every five times, right? So follow up with these people. Follow up, follow up, follow up. The other thing is, uh, there's a study done by the Har- by Harvard or Harvard Business Review. When you communicate with clients, uh, the person who's going to win the business is the one who refer or responds within five minutes of the customer sending in a question or or, an, or, or asking something. Within five minutes. So it's hard to do that. It's especially hard to do that if you're relying only on phone call and email, you know, it's going to fall into their, their inbox and just respond later. So text message, respond within five minutes. Uh, the Harvard Business Review did a, a big study of a bunch of businesses like hairstylists and restaurants and uh, mortgage brokers that got uh, calls and, and messages to their office. And if they responded within five minutes, the likelihood of closing that deal was 80%. At just an hour, just an hour, it had already fallen below 20%. All right. And think about how quickly are you responding to people? So anyways, uh, so once again, if you have to hire somebody, put it out to your, your patient base, right? 
mention mention it to your patient base. Let them know what you're looking for and ask if they know anybody or if they themselves would be interested in that role. Second tip, if you're sending out that message, do it through two-way texting. I would not recommend going through email. Email just isn't working like it used to. And think about it. How do you communicate with everybody that you actually want to communicate with in your life? It's probably through text message and or phone call, right? So send out text messages. Last thing is make sure that you have the system set up where you can respond within five minutes. Five minutes. That means probably it's not going to be the doctor because they're in and out of patient rooms, but you know, uh, have your front desk respond within five minutes. Maybe you hire somebody for a couple of weeks to respond within five minutes and make sure that that person gets, everybody who responds gets responded to. It's just good communication. It makes the, the other side, the patient feel great, right? We all want to be heard, all of us. So those are my tips. Anyways, let me recap. Super exciting time. Parker Seminar is adding a track that I think will be perfectly in line with the Clinic Gym Hybrid. So if you're uh, looking at 2024, February of 2024, join us in Las Vegas for Parker Seminars. I think you'll be wildly impressed. Second thing, if you're interested in starting up a Clinic Gym Hybrid in six weeks or less, send me a message. Our new CGH6 program will help you do just that. Instead of sitting on your hands, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and letting another year pass by without having a clinic gym hybrid going, get after it, set a date. Let's get it up and running in six weeks or less. We will help you with the number one issue, which is getting patients to join. That's the hardest thing. That's what we'll help you with. That's what the system is built around. Everything else, training up a trainer, having membership levels, all that stuff is way easier. But the centerpiece of CG86 is let's let's market to your current patients and get them excited about it. The language you use, the, the marketing messages, the methods, all that is within that program. All right. Third thing, if you're hiring somebody, whether it's a CA, front desk, trainer, no matter what, in that person, the best hire you can make is already in your system. They're already in your database. They've been in your office before. Reach out to them first before you go to Indeed or one of those. So I hope this is useful. I would love to hear from you. If you have any other questions or you're struggling with anything to set up your Clinic Gym Hybrid, then reach out to me. Love to hear from you, josh at clinicgymhybrid.com. Join our Facebook group, the uh, Clinic Gym Hybrid discussion group. You can ask questions there. And otherwise, if you get a second, please uh, jump into that podcast machine and rate and review us. I'd love to get a five star from you, but if you don't think that I delivered, then give it a four star or three star. If it's a one star, then we'll get in a battle and we can fight about it. In all seriousness, though, if you could review it and share it, that would be great. So with that, I'll sign off by saying what I always say, which is go out there, maximize your license. There's money out there to be made. Amazon is going after it. They are flexing their license. Walgreens is flexing their licenses to build a better business model. Why don't you do that by maximizing your license so you can live the life you dream of? See you later, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're looking for more information about me, about us, about our programs, then just head to clinicgymhybrid.com. Again, that's clinicgymhybrid.com. You can check us out there. Got our accelerator program and a few other programs that will help you get up and running as quickly as possible and making more money while providing excellent active therapy to your patients. 